A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's... Two old queens, there's two old queens, they're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens, there's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Hello. Uh. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark, I am so excited for our guest this week. Please let everyone know who is joining us. They're a writer and performer. It's Eric Bernat. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Long time so listener, first time you. caller. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Long time friend. Mm-hmm. I noticed mm-hmm. in our hello for the first time, the yes. low part in hello is the lowest note. We scoop up. Yeah. But it's like we're saying the word low and the note is also the lowest, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Isn't that interesting? That is very interesting, Mark. <laughs> It's a little bit of nice lyrical whimsy. Still, still aware, still noticing things, not just you know, on autopilot. You should never stop discovering things. That's that's I so say. true. Never stop learning, they say. <laughs> never. Well, I was going to ask you guys about like, because you guys have both like put up shows in like New York City. Yes. Something the documentary is about, I assume. Mm-hmm. Did any of that like resonate with you in terms of like, oh, that does like this. I've heard of the town hall, but does that venue mean anything to you guys in like 2022? Yeah. yeah. I've it's, done shows at Town Hall. I've never produced a show there, but I've been in shows. Well, like, there. what's like the vibe? Like, what's like the, what'd you say? Like, what's like, what kind of shows would you say like they're notable for? I, Town Hall is such a big venue that it's not something like a, like a UCB or like a Groundlings or yeah. like that has like a sort of its own vibe as a space. You know what I mean? Like, it's so, it's just like rented out. Like, the shows I did there, actually, the two shows I've done there were both award shows. So they're sort of like bigger. Award-winning shows or award shows? Award shows. I see. Some of which I was performing in an award-winning show in oh. an award show. So it's sort of like a, it's like one of those sandwiches that's eating itself kind of thing. Like Inception. Exactly. <laughs> shows within shows. <laughs> have you ever done anything at Town Hall or seen anything at Town Hall, Eric? No, I don't think I have. I'm a, like, I know where it is. And I know that it's like a, a, a serious place. Oh, it's serious. <laughs> yeah, I think very it's real serious. serious. I think it's very like highbrow. Um, yeah. Like they'll have like, and they would have debates with like Norman Mailer in the 70s or something, screaming out a feminist, that kind of thing. 
Yeah, that's probably, I'm sure that happened, actually. <laughs> Maybe they did. That was the movie Town Hall. That's why I said that. <laughs> Bloody Town Hall. I watched that on the Criterion channel. That's exactly what that's about. It's all coming together. That okay. makes sense. That I makes got sense. it. <laughs> While watching this, I was very impressed that someone who was 24 years old was producing a show at Town Hall. That seemed like very impressive to me. Yeah, and I think that that's his, only, it makes it sound like that's his only job, right? Like he what just do does, he, he just produces pageants, Jack. Jack Sabrina. I, I think so. Or at least this is, this was his, this thing is his, I don't know. Did, I don't know. Did he like travel around and do them? I don't think so. Maybe I feel like he said that in the, in the beginning that like, this is all he does is just like go around and put together these shows, but maybe not. Maybe this is just once a year. He does this. Hmm. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> couldn't figure it out. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> he did. He like drops clues throughout the movie about his, what how he earns money he says at one point like one of my promotional parties and I, but i don't know oh, what right that, yeah what that means well we're talking about <laughs> well we should maybe at this point just get into it Let's today into it. we are talking about the movie the queen john what's the deal with the queen Mark, let me tell you the deal with The Queen. It's a documentary film directed by Frank Simon, narrated by Flawless Sabrina. And it depicts the experiences of the drag queens organizing and participating in the 1967 Miss All-American Camp Beauty Contest held at New York City's Town Hall. It was released in the United States on June 1968 to generally positive reviews. Renata Alder of the New York Times called it an extraordinary documentary that shows us another America. And then in a piece written after the film's restoration in 2019, Jeremy Portwood of Rolling Stone called the film extraordinary because it captures so much, doubling as a time capsule of a generation's innocence and fashion-forward sophistication. You can tell why it functioned as a template for many future gender non-conforming people looking for some sort of pre-internet guide through the confusing maze of sexuality and gender. So that's the deal with the queen. <laughs> so John, you picked this movie, why the queen? It's a movie that I discovered maybe 10 years ago for the first time. Like I had seen uh, Paris is Burning, which is very much sort of like a sister movie to this, met hundreds of times. But this one I discovered recently. I think it's so fascinating and really entertaining. And sort of back to what we were saying, talking about just a few minutes ago, what I love about these documentaries, like from like older documentaries, is that they don't hold your hand at all. Like they literally just like a documentary. If you make it today, like you'll have talking heads, you'll have chirons for everyone who's on stage and everyone will like explain that's to you every everything documentary just to say, just to try. That's most, not every documentary. A lot of most like documentaries for the majority <laughs> of them. Whereas I feel like the documentaries from like the 60s and 70s are just like, just turn the camera on and the audience, you just have to figure it out. You know what I mean? It's a, as sure. if you just like walked into a room and you were like, what's going on in this room? And no one Cinema verite. Exactly. So it has more of that feel about it, which is why there are things where like, we're not quite sure what that is or what's going on here. Uh, but I love that about it. I just love this sort of sure. way that you can sort of get lost in it or sort of, you know, go off on it. Real and, fly and on that. the wall. Exactly. So I don't know. I just think it's a really fun movie. It's really fascinating. It's something that feels like we should be talking about. Obviously, we're two old queens. This is the queen. Sure. Uh, it's a real A to B. But uh, <laughs> you thought long and short about <laughs> what movie to pick. What can we do? What can we watch? So, yeah. So I was just sort of excited. I thought it'd be a fun excuse to watch it again. Uh, fabulous. How what about, about you, you, Eric? Have you seen this before? Heard I had not. No, I had heard of it and was aware of it. And I knew what it was about. About loosely, 
And I had heard somebody had told me about the ending of it, which I think we'll get to. But (laughs) yeah, I was really excited to see it because it's something that I keep every time I like would hear about it, be like, "All right, I got to watch that," and then for some reason forget. I don't know. Sure, (laughs) right? Right. I gotta (laughs) see this 1968 documentary. It's hard to. Oh, look, something sparkly. (laughs) Yeah. Or I can watch YouTube videos of uh, someone playing a video game that I'm having trouble with. So what did you think of it, Eric? I loved it. I thought it was like so, so super fun. And like everything that John said, you're like, it really just like starts, starts in the middle kind of, you know, just with like, you're just in this room in this apartment. You're like, who's that guy without a shirt in the background? And then (laughs) who's he talking to on the phone? And I think it's his mom. (laughs) I think so. Yeah. I think he's talking to his mom. Yeah. And the, I don't know. It's just, I love New York and I love like old New York. And so just all the, like everything about it was just like, Oh, that's what people, well, that's what documentaries are for, I guess. That's what people look like. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also like the people in it, they're not as savvy as people are now with like cameras and stuff like that. So you can tell, especially early on, some people will walk into the room and be like, Oh, there's a camera and get like a little, kind of weird about it but like people don't feel like as savvy or like performing for the camera for a for a movie that's mostly like drag queen performers nobody seems to be trying to use this as a platform no (laughs) you know what i mean like nobody's trying to get their moment in the no one's pushing a t-shirt or merch right yeah Yeah. here's my catchphrase (laughs) they're yeah they're really like they all kind of like you see them all notice the camera and then they just go about their business so they're not even like it's not even like they're trying to, I guess in that day, there was no place Nowhere to go. For it with to go. It. Yeah, yeah. There's no way to like brand yourself for a larger audience. So that wasn't on anybody's mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. How about you, Mark? What are, what are you bringing to the queen? Uh, I had heard of that when like the restoration came out a few years ago, um, but I'd never seen it. So this is my first time I did like it. It's fun. And it is like just fascinating. I like it. The cinema, the style of that, how it's just like, lets everything speak for itself. Like, is it like a amazingly well-directed movie? Not particularly. It's pretty paint by numbers, I would say, in terms of like a documentary. Sure. But the subject matter is fascinating. And it is just fun to see like, oh, gay people have always been around. They've always, there's always been a, a bitch. <laughs> there's always yeah. been, you know what I mean? Although like, oh, I feel like I know these people, you know, cause, uh, there's something right. so familiar and like, oh, it's because it's as gay people, we so regularly see like legacies or like who came before. There's so little representation of that. So it's refreshing right. to see that. That said, I do think the movie, it's, Self is guilty of what the pageant does in terms of like ignoring the queens of color and crystal labasia and all because the movie too ignores them until the very end of the movie when crystal labasia right. finally has her storms off because like she came in fourth right which is yeah. which is outrageous also, and like but also, the movie also she doesn't get a word in until like the movie never gives any queen of color anything to say until the until they're literally have to scream I I think part of it might have been is that Crystal LeBeige like wasn't staying at the hotel. So yeah, like, there was she, a lot of time she where was you were getting ready at her at her apartment, probably. But there were other queens of color in the hotel because we saw them there in the hotel few, room. Yes. But we never get to know. They never say a word in the film. Yeah, I'm just saying I do think it's a good movie, but yeah. I think the movie itself is also guilty of what this pageant seems to be guilty of and ignoring the queens of color, essentially. Which, you know, gay men, have, white gay men are guilty of that all the time. You know, we sure. could be racist and clueless, too. <laughs> right. So just in terms of that, I was like, that was a little unfortunate. But, you know, what can you do? 
Well, Eric and John, as you may or may not know, and John, I really hope you do. We're looking for <laughs> the gayest going? movies ever. So oh, we have a complex and Byzantine wait. scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. And at one point, John, you are going to come up with a category and it will be added, added to, to the, the wheel, wheel or choose a pre-existing pre category. category. <laughs> so this is our current top five gayest movies ever. This is where okay. we're at. In fifth place, and I got to say... I'm ready for a shakeup uh, in fifth place with an 89.70%. The Apple in fourth place with an 89.81%. The Rocky Horror Picture Show in third place with a 90.37%. Madonna, Truth or Dare in second place with a 92.99%. The Bride of Frankenstein and in first place with a 94.83% female trouble. So, John, Eric, bo both of you, how do you guys think this is? Uh, how do you think the Queen's going to do? I think it's going to score high. I think it's going to score high. I think it definitely has a chance of cracking the top five. I think part so of it, too. I think a lot of it has to do with the wheel and the luck of the wheel. Yeah. Will the wheel be on your side? Mm -hmm. Well, all, you know, all our previous categories are so attuned to uh, <laughs> finding out what is truly gay in something. So I don't see how it could have possibly hurt it. <laughs> well, no. who knows? Let's we'll get, see. Uh, but I am, or I was thinking about this last night. I was watching like, oh, I'd be, I'm fine with something to get knocked out of that top five. <laughs> just come on. Well, it would like, have to be the Apple, but yes. Well, we just need gayer movies up mm -hmm. there. Uh, so let's get, so the first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, okay. we're each going to give a score between zero and a hundred. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So Eric, how would you rate the queen on a scale of zero to a hundred in actual gay characters? I think it has to be. I don't want to start. I, don't, I mean, it has to be 100, right? I would it, think so. It's yeah, primarily yeah. maybe 99% gay and like that one poor woman who's always like looking for a wig. There's one yeah, looking yeah, for yeah. a wig. And then there was one guy who seemed to work at town hall. There's a couple people. Be, yeah. And there's <laughs> the people on the street. This is right, almost yeah. the anti what we do of a normal movie. Of like, right. well, there's got to be somebody gay Someone there. walking down the streets of New York had to be straight. The had band, I think the band during the pageant was probably not. They're like, what the hell's going on? What did we sign up for? <laughs> yeah, and there's somebody, there's like a um, a woman. Yeah, there's there's people working at Town Hall who I think are just like, the they're there. Right, just the people who like take the tickets. They're probably gay too. <laughs> right. Ticket a gay ticket taker <laughs> in New York yeah. City. Never happened. <laughs> so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a hundred. I'm gonna say a hundred. A hundred. Yeah, I'll also say hundred because all the characters that we know are gay. Yeah, I mean it's a hundred. I don't know how else <laughs> if this isn't, I don't know what is. Nothing okay, is. I'm glad. I didn't want I was hoping that I didn't want to come out of the gate too strong and then seem like I was no, no, do it. Okay. Pandering? <laughs> yeah. There'll be chance for pandering later. Don't you worry. <laughs> All right. Our next category, gay icons. How are we doing on gay icons? Crystal Abeja. Crystal Abeja, co-founder of Ball Culture. It was like yeah. these kind of pageants that led her to form Ball Culture. I yeah. feel like it was the next day that... Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Fuck these people. Like, oh, that pageant. Because also you do see like these pageants like... They seem kind of boring. They're just like walking. You know what I mean? Like they don't seem like for something called Miss Camp. They're just pretty much like coming out as pretty ladies and walking and turning. Well, I think part of that is just what the documentary showed us because we didn't see any of their actual performances. We saw some of them sort of like rehearsing them or doing bits of them in their hotel rooms. But right. we didn't we really see like, the show like we, we saw the rehearsing opening numbers and, and yeah. all that stuff. But there wasn't any footage of the show. I don't know why they did that, especially since another thing we have mentioned, this movie is an hour and eight minutes, which was great. Thank you. Which, of course. <laughs> Love it. 
So, yeah. So, like, obviously, they could have shown so much more and it wouldn't feel like, oh, this is we're overstaying our welcome here. Or if God forbid did a montage. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. Oh. In a documentary? It'll never, never work. Never There's happened. also Pepper LaBeija, a young Pepper LaBeija. Mm-hmm. Oh, also uh, Andy Warhol. Heard Andy of them? Warhol. Yeah. I think we could say Flawless Sabrina. I did Flawless some research. Sabrina. I looked, I clicked on Flawless Sabrina's name in the Wikipedia. I got a whole page. <laughs> she's got a page. Really? What yeah, she's she considered a pioneer for transgender people and drag queens. And there's yeah, a poster would... of Flawless Sabrina in Pink Flamingos. Oh. So when Pink, when John Wanders is giving you a tip of the hat, you're doing <laughs> you're an good. icon. You're an icon. Um, yeah. Also in the... I looked at the cast list on IMDb and I think Edie Sedgwick was there. She's listed on the cast list. There are a couple of people listed on the IMDb like cast George list. Like George, George, George Clinton. George Clinton was icon. there. Dorian Corey, they said, was Dorian there Corey. and I didn't see her, but yeah. So she was too busy stuffing someone into a trunk, I guess. Right. <laughs> Probably. Was Dorian Corey in the pageant? I didn't recognize I her so. if she was. I mean, Part of me we, wondered if someone was someone on IMDb was just like, oh yeah, that drag queen documentary. This one's in it. Are yeah, probably. Even? I because <laughs> she would have been IMDb so much. Works. She would have been so much younger. Uh, <laughs> right. than it's not person. inconceivable that Dorian yes. Corey is somewhere attended this funk this uh, exactly. function. I think you okay. would say this movie itself is a gay icon. Sure. I mean, it's not as I don't think it's as essential as Paris is Burning, but. I think Paris Burning is definitely a better documentary, but yeah. I feel like it's like one of the few re- like recordings of that moment of that time. Oh, sure. There's like way, pre-AIDS, like New York mm-hmm. City life. Is loving hearing them talk about like their families and their lives and who knows and stuff like that. You know, like it was so fascinating just how far we've come in those conversations. That, Absolutely. Like, we have. The lighting was so bad in the 60s, though. Ugh, like those hotel rooms, <laughs> that lighting in the hotel room. Like, how does anybody sleep or relax? Like, everything looked, oh, that lighting was so, like, grim and, like, unflattering for everyone concerned. Absolutely. I remember when I was very young, my grandfather had, like, a home video. It wasn't video. It was, like, a home camera. And every time he would put it on, he also had to put on a this A film light. camera? Yeah, felt that was like so bright and like sure. painful bright. So like there's a lot of like home videos from when I'm very young where like the camera will start and everyone in the room will just be like recoiling like they're a vampire. Mm-hmm. In the sun well, you guys are all like so bright, you know, white, You're very pale. You're like yeah. salt. You are, but the yeah. light, <laughs> the flins can't stand up to mm-hmm. wattage. That's true. <laughs> so I think if if the lighting like a moth was from a flame more better, more better was better I mean, I think it was accurate. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that. I like that, though, because like, oh, it does feel like a real place. A little grittier. Real, like, yeah. Um, so yeah, what do you think? Go ahead. This sorry. is gay. gay I, well, I feel like gay the hotel they were in was like not a, a fancy <laughs> place. I don't think when you have four people to a room. No. Yeah. That also seemed like a nightmare to me. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to picture how it all works. <laughs> they didn't have Airbnb back then. It wasn't just four adults. It was four adult drag queens. In a room. Mm-hmm. Someone yeah. was like trying to sleep at one point, which is their head <laughs> in a pillow in like a bright room where there's a film crew there. <laughs> I can't imagine. Well, these people are all in their 20s. I get their sense. That's when you're supposed to be doing that stuff. But that's the other funny thing, too, is they all look like they're in their late 30s. Oh, yeah. When, when in cares come a long way. Jack says he's 24. I was like, oh, that's. Yeah. And then some of them also look like they're 14. Yeah. Right. It's like they're, you just jump. 
Yeah, there's a gap. <laughs> um, oh, this is gay icons. Yeah. Uh, well, then, based on the lighting in the hotel room, my gay icon <laughs> score is, uh, I'm going to say 84. 84. I'm going to say 95 because just the whole thing, I think, is just such a an iconic moment. You know what I mean? Like, there's no other sort of of that time contemporaries for it. Okay. Uh, sure. I'll give it an 88. Given an average of 89, which is 11 points lower than All About Eve. That uh, yeah, that okay. makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, all right, our next category, the queer gays. We got a queer gay. I mean, I think it's pretty. Was this category previously the male gays? It was, it was but now we're yes. being more inclusive and like representative oh. of the term gay. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you, this director comes movie. off very straight to me. And it's definitely what? not. The director comes off very straight to me. Oh. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. Um, he doesn't like sexualize anyone. Yeah. No, it's just a documentary. It's like we're going to we're filming what we can before like we run out of film. Like and those that you couldn't film <laughs> right. forever. You probably got like you got like 12 minutes before you have to change the canister. <laughs> OK, I have some examples of like where I did find the queer gaze in this movie. Okay. And one of them because even when they're like lounging around in their underwear, it doesn't it doesn't feel like hot. It doesn't feel like lustful. <laughs> no, it's a kiki, not a kai kai. I think. Yes. Thank you. Important Thank distinction. You. Put that on your wedding invites. <laughs> <laughs> um, the okay. So when when we first meet Richard Harlow, they're walking around the street. There's like these two guys who like check. After he gets directions from that one guy. Yeah, he gets directions yeah, yeah. from the old man on the bench. And then these two guys like Give check him. Harlow out in a, like a way that their their gaze is very horny, I think. Did you? I thought their yeah. gaze was like, what the fuck is that? I thought they were like straight guys, like kind of like, what? I don't, what? That's yeah. a keeper. I thought they were like but clearly I, straight guys who were disturbed. I think uh, they I were disturbed because like, it made their like made him be like I, I almost got feeling? a boner. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think they were they would have done it. You think they would have? Do- well, I mean, people are most <laughs> offended by the by gay people are the ones that are most intrigued. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But then and also, it, there are just purely hateful people out there too who do true. not have any latent homosexual tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> They're just hatred forward. Yes. Yeah. I think if they could have been assured that God was going to not watch for a few minutes, <laughs> God's got his hands full. There's a flood in Idaho. <laughs> now, do it. Now's now. the time. Go, go. A dam broke, literally, there's, in so many ways. <laughs> there's also, there's, so I think it's, Jack's it might be Jack's partner there's like a guy in the movie who's like a kind of hot looking square jawed person that's kind of in the background and I feel like he's really there's the guy in the suspender or the tie there's like a tie like a skinny black tie there's one guy who's like who looks like he's helping someone get dressed at some point like there are like attractive people sprinkled throughout Yeah. yeah 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 I feel like this guy that I'm thinking of is like when the when they're rehearsing the dance numbers and there's those like people who look underage. <laughs> children? I, well, they look. They're, they're called pro- children. They're children. <laughs> I they're don't know how they, children. They, they, was, they look like they're like 14 or 16 years old and they're twinks. dancing. Yeah, they're twinks. There's some, I feel like that somebody's like watching them. Were you watching them? 
I was watching the documentary, but I wasn't watching them. <laughs> they were with... in it. So. There was a cloud over them. You couldn't make through. You knew they were there. <laughs> Sounds like you were watching them. There was a flood in Idaho. I, it was okay. I could do it. <laughs> it was tough. Um, I don't know. There was something about, I don't know. Maybe it was just the way, because that was the only time that they were showing anybody being like sort of sexy, like because sure. they were like shaking their butts. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I yeah, get yeah, what you're yeah. saying. Like it was a lot of like, um, for all the rest of the performance, like you said, was all like the bat, the bathing suit competition, the gown competitions are just very like right catalog models. Right. And then right. those dance numbers, they were like being like, we're sexy. So I don't know. <laughs> we're doing a can can. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's sort of like a glamorness that they're like trying that they're like working. It's just they're just towards. going for like pretty, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Is the it is crazy. I like the way it's like I was like, oh, things haven't changed. Like the pretty queens on drag queens always have like more followers. Like the pretty white queens tend to get more followers on Instagram than the queens of color. I'm like, oh, things really haven't changed that much. Not enough. Like they have changed in so many ways, but then in other ways, not at all. Sure. Yeah. Well, what do we think for the queer gays? This movie clearly directed by a straight man entirely. Maybe not. I don't know. It seemed like it was directed by a straight. I just looked at all his other movies and there was something about like coal miners. (laughs) He doesn't (laughs) never been a gay coal miner. (laughs) (laughs) Then a coal miner's daughter. Yeah. And the the people don't have daughters. The canary is kind of gay. The canary and the that coal miner. Yes, that's true. That canary, but that's who they send in first. They're like, let's yeah. see if you die. The coal mine would be a great name for a gay bar. Yeah, there's like the mine shaft. Sure. So yeah, the coal mine. The coal mine. Uh, Please welcome. The, and the canary is the host. Filthy. Yeah. There you go. Please welcome to the stage a canary. <laughs> it's just an actual bird. <laughs> yeah. People going nuts. <laughs> And then once yes, dies, the yes, tweet, tweet. <laughs> yes, bitch. <laughs> um, okay, the male gaze, the queer gaze, I'm gonna say 32. 32. I think just because there's gay people throughout, I don't know. I'm gonna go 55. Completely ignoring the category. It's just mm-hmm. coming up with a number. <laughs> uh fair enough. Uh, I'll give it a 37. Giving it a 41.33, which is nine points lower than All About Eve. But that had Eve. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next category, Entrances with Pizzazz. Well, there's quite there's I thought Mario Montez, that queen Mar- singing down yeah. the aisle. Yeah. That's just in that wild falsetto. <laughs> she's in a bathtub. And I thought she was the Barbacella of 1967. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Mario Montez was not competing, right? I couldn't. I, think it didn't, like, I didn't get that sense. No. But in a way, aren't we always competing? Mm. Mm. I'm going to have to think about that for a little while. Think about it. <laughs> I did like that uh, the small town queen, Jerry, just like he described himself as just bursting into a room saying howdy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, I, I, who am I kidding? I didn't knock. I just yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I also, this is like, I feel like John Flynn, you uh-huh. are the like, the midway point between Jerry and Trinity the Tuck. Okay. Like, the, if, huh. the, not if, Southern at all, but okay. If you wanted to, well, we're regional. Yeah. If you You're wanted to region. cast Jerry sure. and Trinity the Tuck as siblings in a movie, you'd have to cast John Flynn to be like, oh, I get they are all related. <laughs> it's like a Venn diagram. Okay. Yeah. Or yeah. there's some sort of like Cronenberg fly accident. With mm-hmm. like transportation right, pod, John Flynn would pop out. Yeah. Out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. There were some similarities you? there. 
I, you're welcome. <laughs> I did think I liked that the Ed that crown the winner puts on before leaving the theater. Like that mm. crown was like the essence of pizzazz. I also think we could say exits with pizzazz. I would say absolutely. With, We've done Crystal yeah. storming off the stage. Right. Before that, they're going, Crystal, where are you going? <laughs> now is not the time. Um, <laughs> but also like there's that whole montage where they're talking about like, don't just drop it. There's someone will be there right away to pick up your, 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 oh, your, your, coat, yeah. ruffle, your page. Your coat. Yeah. Yeah. Your page will be. Uh, yeah. That was a lot of rules. And just a lot of even like curtains opening and there the Queens are the finalists. Like it's all, I mean, it's all showmanship. Can I say that like the entrances of them all into, I think it's Jack's apartment or no, it's maybe Joey's apartment. Yeah. When they're all coming in. I feel like it's so much anti-pizzazz the way they walk in that I want to give some points for it. They all walk in. So like, nonchalantly and in a way that like is very different from like the workroom on drag race <laughs> with like yeah i came here to and slay no and you're all bitches yeah <laughs> something like that it's just like these Nothing mild like mannered one mild mannered entrance after another that yeah. i think culminates sure. into like it There's is so pizzazz. They don't tell you like why all these people are coming to the apartment. At first, I'm like, oh, they're just having like a little dinner party. They're like, oh, there's more people. Oh, there's a lot of people. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh they're everyone. planning the thing. They're planning mm-hmm. the, how the show is going to go. Yeah. I think also fun. like it must have been so different for them back then just because they're like, I'm sure they all were like, I'm the only person or like one of the few people I know don't need like never been to New York, don't have a yeah. sense of what they're walking into. Like what they did was so like brave in a way that is so not they're the hurdles, we emotional hurdles even. We don't have to like go over these, you know, we don't have to uh, jump over these days. Well, what do we think for entrances with pizzazz? There's another, okay, for you, you oh, said ahead, exit, exits with pizzazz. I think that when uh, Miss Boston... John hates exits normally, but for some reason he's being okay with this. You should listen to the Phantom Thread episode if you want to listen to him. Oh, when you were like, someone walked into a room and made mo- no no noise, you were like, that's pizzazzy. <laughs> and he collapsed over the dummy. It had nothing to do with the entrance, but sure. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. Anyways, Eric, what were you saying? <laughs> when oh. Okay, when Miss Boston, I think it's who it is, just just opts not to do the bathing suit competition and to just do a gown. Remember this? I don't. (laughs) It's a, it's yeah. They do the bathing suit competition. And then the one, the one who sings honey bun. Yeah. Yeah. That queen, I think is like a little bit bigger and did not feel comfortable in a bathing suit. So uh, Sabrina announces that contestant will not do a bathing suit. We'll just do a gown. And then, so she comes out and she does a walk. And then like, as she's exiting stage, she, she like bumps into the curtain in like a, (laughs) um, in in like a a clumsy way. Um, (laughs) Do you think it was like intentional? Like the way that like sometimes a performer will like trip and then you're like, who's that person? Yeah. A real Jerry Lewis on her hands. I think I think it was just like a like a flummox, but I'm gonna give that some pizzazz. (laughs) Sure. It reveals character. It is, yeah. (laughs) And like she she like like a quick like little like like laugh. (laughs) Did I do that? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't see you there. I'm flirting with a curtain now, I guess. I don't know. How long do I maintain this personality? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, entrances with pizzazz, I'm gonna say. 
68. 68. For the year it came out. I'm going to go. Oh, because that's also the movie coming out, I think, was an entrance with pizzazz. Sure. Like, this movie coming like, out. broke records at the movie theater was first played out. I'm going to, I think it's really high. I mean, some queen comes on, enters like in the aisle in a bathtub held aloft by four guys. That was fun. I'm giving it a 90. 90. Uh, I'll go 70. You guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Give an average of 70. What's it like a documentary? It's like a cinema verite document. It's not really like, you know, about I still that. have it. I gave it a 70. That's the highest I've given in four weeks. Um, <laughs> okay. And it's six, it's uh, six points higher than all about Eve. You oh. should be uh, singing like a bluebird, John. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> the next category the mike pence anxiety scale how much anxiety do you think this movie would give mike <sighs> pence he would uh, have a tough time uh, yeah <laughs> it's it's high it's real high <laughs> although he'd probably love when they look like oh they look like mother when they're <laughs> doing their drag is like oh just like 60s moms you know what i mean like it's he's very flashy yeah. but yeah i didn't think they were that they look pretty much they very look pretty charity, like betty draper aesthetic. i think that like this sort of like we are everywhere sort of aspect of it. Yeah. Like when Jerry's talking about like mm-hmm. the hometown and like, da, 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 think and it's then, like invasion of the body snatchers or something like this yeah. is chilling. And then the one who talks about like not being drafted, but then going home and writing a letter to the president to be like, I would like yeah. to be in the army. That was pepper mm-hmm. LaBeija. I think. I think so too. Yeah. Okay, I also so- like the one queen who talked about like, I didn't know I was gay until the army recruiter told me. I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess me. I am. Yeah, yeah. they told yeah. That was very and then funny. Also the one who goes to the draft board and they're like, are, why are you gay? And he says, well, my mother and father made me this way. Yeah. I think that's like a like an anxiety scale that you can like, for Mike Pence, that he could make a mistake and cause it. Yeah. <laughs> what if there wasn't a flood in Idaho? and? <laughs> Just everywhere. I just gave it to my impulses. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say 100. 100. I'll say 100 as well. I can't think of anything that he could find comfort in. I got to say 90 because I don't think it's, I think there are more, it could have gone further. I think like there's not a lot of swearing. There's not drugs. It's not a lot of sex like or sex. eroticism. And it's also the past. So that in some ways that might be comforting distance, you know, like, oh, yeah. this doesn't happen mm-hmm. anymore. So I'll <laughs> I don't think he's hey, checking out logo. I'll give it a 90, give an average of 96.67, which is the highest we've had in four weeks higher, even than the invitation, which got an 84. All right. All right. Our next category, hell on heels. How are we doing for feisty ladies? Well, we got Joey pretty bitchy for someone with a bandaid on their nose. <laughs> <laughs> They're so rude when they're like <laughs> checking people in with a clipboard. Oh, yeah. yeah like, was. what's your name? What's your name? Yeah. yeah. I asked for your name. Like, the, God. Yeah. one moment where he said, Christ. Don't ask questions. We listen. Yes. Like, what an asshole. If you, if you listen, you hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like amazing. There's also part in the, uh, in the, beginning more towards the end when he's like talking about the rules of like it's five points for this five points for that right that's i think uh sabrina doing that but there's one point where nobody makes a noise but joey shushes them like i think shushing <laughs> silence is really shushing is rude yeah yeah like sh- there's like no sound and you go <laughs> um but then so. ultimately no one is more hell on heels than crystal labasia in the end when she finally reads everyone to filth Mm-hmm. And a beautifully cathartic, yeah, uh, operatic. 
yeah. operatic read. Yeah, it's like where have this? Where was this the entire movie? <laughs> right. I, you know. I, I also think that the the woman trying to get a blonde fall for oh, right. Harlow, yes. who says that it's it like is a, life or death. It's like, this is yeah. life or death. This is life or death. <laughs> like she multiple times she says it's life or death. <laughs> mm. I think. What about the? Is it Miss Beatriz, the like the dressmaker? There's you, like a. I think you know oh, more yeah. than us these yeah. days. <laughs> you took more notes than we did. Yeah. Madam, it's like I don't know. Oh, right, her it. her dress emporium or whatever. Yeah. Oh, emporium. I loved her, and she's like, like a, a tiny little thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's just like whatever, guys. <laughs> yeah. I got ten of these hats. How big are your How big are your feet? Let's see what I got. <laughs> She's not very hellish, but she is. She's no nonsense. She's no nonsense. She's no nonsense. That's and what you expect from a woman who works in like a New York costume shop, you yeah. know? Who yeah. probably like gets maybe an hour of sunlight a day. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I do want to say that I think that Joey is also very bitchy for somebody who's like in flats during the performance. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and someone who could use a little height. Sure. Yeah, even maybe in the hair. Not even wearing a wig, I don't think. Yeah. Well, with the headset, it's tough. It is. <laughs> Nature uh, however, how, however much work you're going to do when you put on the headset. Madonna wore a headset and a wig. But, but she she was like around the sides. It wasn't over the top. It certainly wasn't over the top. <laughs> no. She had that ponytail. Uh, well, what do we think for Hell on Heels? Also, uh, Flawless Sabrina, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like all the rehearsals where she's like, and it's this, and it's this. And she's like, there's no, you know, like it's so... It's so like a rat-a-tatty, like old school choreographer. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say 94. 94. I'm gonna go 97. 97. I'll go 95. Give an average of 95.33, which is 3.33 points lower than All About Eve, which makes sense. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Finally, the last of the canon categories. Eric, on a scale of zero to hundred, how likely are you to recommend the queen to a gay person? A hundred. Real? What would you say? I would be like, oh, these are these are these are your ans not ancestors. Ancestors is too old. Right. These are like your. <laughs> these are the people who paved the way, so that you can have the yeah life you have now, while we still can have it. So <laughs> so far, so far, so yeah, far. yeah. I'd be like, this is really important. You should know what like these people did and what their lives were like and even if it's just like kind of like glimpse into it you know or yeah. just like this one specific yeah even if like weekend. you don't like love it love it it's so important to just understand and know and to sort of see how far we've come absolutely yeah. Totally yeah, amazing. I will also give it a hundred. I too will give it a hundred, giving it an average of a hundred, tying it with all about Eve. Finally, okay. All right, now we are into the wheel category. Spinning wheel. Spinning so these are all categories previous guests have brought in. We've put them on this wheel, which is an app on my phone. Okay. So we're going to spin it twice, and whatever category randomly pops up, that's how we will judge the movie. Then we have a listener wheel. So listeners have submitted categories. We're going to spin that. And whatever category comes up from that, we're going to use Judge Movie. And then will that category will then be added to the main wheel. And then normally, 
the guests will come up with a category because it's Queen's choice. I will come up with a category or I also can choose one that already exists on the wheel if it doesn't come up. But maybe we'll ask for Eric's two cents. Maybe we'll have what Eric, they th- yeah. what, what does Eric think about John? Exactly. Maybe we'll, like, okay. All right. I'm confused. Good? Makes sense? We'll just go with It'll it. Be we'll, go, we'll, we'll hold your hand that. the whole time, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to press the button and start this. He's spinning it. Damage. Hidden whispers. Hidden from, Whispers from the movie Damage. Hidden Whispers? Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of whispering in this movie. I mean, there is some sort of hubbub of like, what's going on with Crystal? Where's she going? What's hap- What's going on there? But no one's whispering about it. Everyone's very loudly talking about it over a PA system. <laughs> well, the mics, the mics weren't very good to pick up whispering. I guess any whisper is hidden if you don't hear it. That's true. That's how good they are. <laughs> so a hundred. According to oh, that logic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, That's good to me. <laughs> is this? I feel like also like backstage there was a lot of whispering. Sure. Like when they're like when they're lined up and stuff. Yeah, and, when they're lined up and getting ready to go out on stage, and then also like waiting for the curtain to come up uh, on them because you know they get they kept showing them like getting in different formations behind the curtain and then waiting for, and they'd be like, "Let's take a look at our queens." <laughs> um, so, about, do you, how long do you think the show lasted? Do you think it was like a three-hour show? That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, because I think they all had talent. Come, they all had they all like, did like a solo turn. There was a couple numbers that they did. It's hard to know, get a sense of how many different numbers there were. But there definitely they definitely was like an opening um, number, and walk, it seemed like talk, a bathing suit, gown, makeup, and hairdo. Well, they got points for those are the categories, five yeah. points for walk. Oh talk, yeah, bathing suit, gown, makeup, and hairdo, and then ten points for beauty. So, however that works, doesn't really tell us what the things they did, though. Um, hidden whispers. I also think that, like, uh, to go back to my shushing silence, that whatever, whatever that <laughs> moment, whatever Joey thought she heard <laughs> to shush was a hidden whisper. Sure. You could also even say that, like, them being in the closet, you know, like talking about like who knows, oh yeah, and stuff like that. There's some sort of hidden whisper in that. I think. What do you think, Eric? If you have to okay. put a number gonna, to it, zero to a hundred. Zero to a hundred again? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 35. 35. I'm going to go 65. 65. Ooh. Based on the whispers we never heard. About. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I'll give it a 32. Give it an average of 44. All right. Time to spin that wheel one more time, John. Self-loading. <gasps> Self-loathing. There's not a lot, refreshingly. No. No one really seems to have too much self-loathing in this. John will try to make an argument for it. Let's go. Let's hear it. I'm sorry. I'm trying to have an argument in a podcast (laughs) where we talk about movies. I'm just asking for it. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. I I can find some self-loathing in here. Please. Let's hear it. Um, I think that Harlow at the end is like... Because she gets red to filth. (laughs) (laughs) But but then like very quickly is like it's not Harlow's fault. Don't don't blame Harlow. Like uh, Crystal like is clear. Crystal is clear. Uh, (laughs) You know who might have the most self-loathing is the woman trying to find that fall for the life of that situation. (laughs) Of all the people in the movie, she's the one. Like if anything, that's kind of what's refreshing about this movie is that there isn't there's almost just the sense of community and fun and like we're putting on a show and like you know what I mean? Like they are safe in this they're with people like them for the most part, you know. There's a little bit though we could say Miss Boston for not wanting to do bathing suit. Okay, there's some 
I think that the guy that Harlow asked for directions on the bench <laughs> seems to not like himself. No. And I feel like some of those members of the band were like, what the fuck is happening? Like, yeah, why am I here? <laughs> I uh, think so- hateful people are sometimes the most confident, though. Unfortunately. Sometimes. So the jury's out on them, I, I would say, for myself. Okay. So self-loathing, I'm going to say 29. 29. I'm going to say... I also think like all of like that sort of like angry sort of like shushing that to me feels like these people it's like out of insecurity, which is I don't remember a lot of like the shushing was like five seconds, wasn't it? But just like them like barking all their orders and being mean about like it's this and you have to do this and don't mess it up and it's gonna look perfect and da da da. You're saying it comes from a place of insecurity? Insecurity, yes. Because also like you're 24 and you're like producing this big show with all these moving parts and all these people and so like in that way it makes sense to me that being so young even though like he, he is confident or she is confident, you know, and, and doing- so what we, do you think maybe what we're seeing is a reaction to like self-loathing? Like I, I had a lot of self-loathing, but I had to get over it. I had to develop this. Yeah, this is my mask. Thing. This is how I'm yeah. like, hiding it. Like if I'm barking orders, no one can question my authority or, you know, mm. like, so I'll give it a 41. 41 restraint. Uh, I'll give it a 25. Give an average of 31.67. All right, now it's time for the listener-submitted category. Okay, so here we go. It's a much smaller wheel, but here we go. And if you would like to submit a category, listeners, go to the show description for the show notes, and there's the Google form. Hey, Louise, food as character development. Food, food as, as character development. All right. Uh, they said, okay, this is the <laughs> food as character slash centralizing, centralizing food as sexy. And th- this is from She Louise. I believe that is their Instagram mm-hmm. handle. Like a rare, st- this is their category description. Rare steak equals dangerous, powerful, cereal, innocent, naive. Brunch equals so gay or low group of women. Basic sexy food prep in control. Shitty fruit bread incompetence. So just fabulous food representation. Food as character development. I, is there any, does anyone eat in this movie? No, no, not, not before even a pageant. I feel like we have food around more these days. <laughs> There's more snacks probably than they, we have a lot more. Sure, snacks sure. snacks they do have come call, a long way. In the hotel, they call down and order two bottles of scotch and some ice. So I feel like that's sure. very character development in terms of like who they. It tells who, us who they are. Yeah. 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 State of yeah. mind. Yeah. Um. And it's like a class, it's like a, like they're not getting champagne or like, not to like gender <laughs> liquors, but I feel like scotch is kind of like a bad, like a, a it's a kind of like a duty drink. Right. It's more of a dad drink. Yeah. Well, mom. they didn't have White Claw back then. That's true. No. A hard seltzer. <laughs> yeah. Where sales are dipping, thank God. People are trying them and they're realizing no. these things stink. <laughs> <laughs> um. So not just that scotch moment, which is another blink and you'll miss it. Yeah. Mm. And this is out of a hundred. Correct. I'm going to say, I'm going to have to say seven, seven. Yeah. I'll also go seven, seven. I'll show solidarity and go seven as well. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) An average of seven. All right. I do like that category. I do think, cause that is fun scene. Yeah. Like I could side of food totally because like when like I was thinking about like mommy dearest when she orders oh, lunch steak. for them yeah, yeah. like two Waldorf style is too rare <laughs> and that like the power game in that when she's like 
then don't press on it. <laughs> it's like the juice is coming out. Like that is I food. Is that was a great order yeah. too. It's like, yeah. oh, that's a good order though. A steak and a nice salad. That is all you yeah. need, really. That's I don't need really. a carb. And then like also, I feel like Showgirls uses a lot of food of as character course. development. Ice. We count mm-hmm. ice as food, right? I said, well, just like memories, like vegetables, yeah, her cheeseburger fries that then becomes like, yeah, fajitas. We used to like, um, (laughs) to show a friendship. Yeah. (laughs) So I could see, like, we just got a bad movie for that category, but with a better movie, I would, we would have a good time delving. We'd have a great time. So Mm -hmm. kudos on the category. Ratatouille, get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Julie and Julia, get out of here! <laughs> uh, all right, John, the time has come for you. You, what's your? You got a hot pick? What are you coming in? What do you? So got? I'm thinking rather than adding a category because we have so many great categories. Sure, so, Eric, tell me what you think about this one. I'm thinking okay. from fried green tomatoes, Mary Sasson. The category is fucking heteronormativity. Sure. Do, is this my chance to pick up to come sure. up with a category? I mean, you yeah. would just have to convince John, essentially, <laughs> which won't be too hard. Do you have a category idea? Yeah, that doesn't exist in your categories already. Sure. Yeah, yeah. let's hear. Based it. on this movie, Night People. Ooh, Ooh, I like this. That there's like in the beginning, they're he, talking about like some drag queens ne- sleep all day. They're night people. They just right. they, they know their bars. They know their YMCA. They know they their know favorite, their corner. Like, yeah, their corner. Yeah, they're night people. Um, oh. So I think that that's a very like. Yeah, it feels that, very like gay, like sort of like in the shadows. Yeah, I like that. The Lost a lot. Boys would do very well in this. Yeah, would Lost Boys well would do this. well. The Matrix would do very well in this. Mm-hmm. Matrix would do well in this. <laughs> Well, what do you want to do, John? I think I will. I like that. I like night people. Let's go with night people. Night people, night people. They know how to stay up late. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Eric, what do you want to give the queen for night? Also, the entire audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There are unfortunate seats set during the day, though, out on the street. Unfortunately. Sure. But it's a night Uh, person on the street. It's a night person having to day walk. Sure, like Blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say 100 for night people. 100. I'll also say 100 for night people. I mean, yeah, these are night people. It's Andy Warhol. I don't mm-hmm. think he's getting up at 6 a.m., although maybe he is. Probably not. All right, got 100. All right, now we are into the bonus category. Extra, extra. So these categories, as the name implies, are bonus. So it's just extra uh, points it gets. If it doesn't do well, it doesn't work against the movie, but it's zero to 10, and that'll be percentage bonus points. Wait. Yes. Can we go back and can I re-examine self-loathing? Sure. sure. Okay, because I forgot about Save it for a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> so the song that they keep playing over and over again while they're right. walking is like that Am I Blue song that's like, I'm just I'm a, a woman, woman, a lonely woman. It's all like, <laughs> it's the saddest song. It's so unempowering. I want to add sure. some. I want to add some self-loathing. All right. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. 29. What do you want to add? I want to add 50 points for that song because it's (laughs) so prevalent. Am I blue? Yeah. I'd like to add another 15 points to my score for that song. So you want to go from 41 to 56? Yeah. Uh, All right. And I Uh, went from what? 29 to 79? You did. Okay. That's that. I'm happy about that. Thank you. (laughs) 
I once went to the Hollywood Bowl for like a night of Henry Mancini. I don't know why I went. A friend had tickets. <laughs> sure. They played Moon River. Uh-huh. The worst song I've ever heard. That's the worst <laughs> song it's you've so ever heard? so boring. <laughs> it's like something you would play when you're like putting your dog down. It's <laughs> yeah, so awful. exactly what it's for. Where you're like, oh, I need the right song. I have the right song for this moment. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like so dreary. And uh, just, it feels like the drugs are killing you, while, but in a fog. It's like something like, I don't know, grim about Moon River. It's Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's not an epic song. It. You've never it's seen not. Breakfast at Tiffany's? I've I've only seen the scenes they showed in Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, when they, they only show the uh what's Mickey uh what's his face? Mickey Rooney. Oh Mickey, Mickey Rooney, Rooney oh, yeah, the awful, sure. terrible Marvel. Mickey Rooney yeah. scene. So that's kind of put me off ever <laughs> since. And I've like, oh, I don't need to see that. I saw the terrible racist scenes and Dragon the Bruce Lee story, a movie I used to love. I don't know if it holds up. <laughs> um my score staying the same. All right. Uh okay. musical potential. Is there? Could you turn this documentary into? A, has there ever been a documentary turned into a musical? Yeah, Grey Gardens. Oh right. I get. I think you could. I would like. You'd almost you have to do it could. through the eyes of Crystal LaBeija, though. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, struggle is the most interesting thing. Create a narrative and yeah. then yeah, and round out the world. I think. But it'd be fun to do like, oh, we're in the audience for right, yeah, that's the easy peasy, absolutely. Do it at the town hall. Well, there was a there was a oh my god, Meta. musical called Pageant in the right nineties, right? There was like a off Broadway, like, like a pageant, but it was drag queens. Were yeah. they? I never saw it. Were they drag queens in the like within the world of the show, or were no, they just no, they were going to be women. Yes, yeah, gotcha. That's fun. So I think the musical potential is high. Especially the era too is such an interesting time. It's just like the looks and like you can, there's, you could, it's so easy to justify any song. It's just a queen is doing that song now. There's like an opening. Like it's just like basically the help, except the white drag queens are the villains. Sure. I've also never seen the help. I haven't either. (laughs) No, no, Um, I was just going with it. (laughs) I've read the log line once or twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that like Crystal the Beige's aria. At the end, oh my god! Just like the the eleven o'clock, like eleven o'clock number. number. What do we right. say? Yes. There okay. you go. Okay, like yeah. memory is memory an eleven o'clock number? It is. Yeah, and, and then, I'm telling you, is that an eleven o'clock? No, number? that's an actual one. God closer. damn it! <laughs> Thought I had it. <laughs> you were close. You're good. <laughs> it's only at the end of Act Two. So sorry, Eric. That's okay. It's like it's usually the next to last number. Of the whole entire show, correct? Oh, and, yeah, I, like this, and I am. When does and I'm, I'm telling you, it ends Act One. Oh, then for so that's like a five o'clock number. Yes, five o'clock. As opposed, to, how long do you think musicals are? You think Act Two is six hours? Opera felt like it was seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm, my ass is still in that seat. Mm-hmm. Musical potential. Sorry, cut you off. Numerous zero times. to ten. I'm going to say just because the book would need significant work. I'm going to say like nine. <laughs> significant work. You mean it needs to exist? Need to, right? Someone yeah. has to yeah. create it. Someone has to. But, I mean, it. I think that's also a product of like documentaries back then where they were just like, well, we'll just record what happens. And I feel like now they're like, we know going like, John, they still make documentaries like this. And this style has <laughs> not so, gone out of style. I don't think it's as, popular. I just don't think you're watching them. Are you watching mostly like true crime? Cause no. that's where they still do that. I think most documentaries still have like, this is the story we're going to tell when they go into it. I think every day, well, every, you're choosing a story no, just by where you point the but camera. But I think there's more like people need to be like, we need to have these moments. We, You know what I mean? As opposed to like, I think the queen was very lucky that they have the Crystal LaBeija moment. Absolutely. But I think like, I think now if you were to make it, you would be more specific of like, 
going into it, you'd be like, all right, this queen, this is going to be their story. And we're going to see this one deal with their family. Even a reality show. I don't think like that. necessarily every documentarian is so. I like, think a lot of documentaries. I think it's like more, that. I think that's it. I think it's, there's more pr- thought that goes into pre production of documentaries now than there was that back. I mean, then. there could have been with this too. We don't know that there wasn't. Especially when they have less film to play with. You know what I mean? You don't have as much. You could shoot. You have to shoot so much less footage back then. You don't have the luxury now of just video where you could shoot forever. Like you almost have to plan more back then. But I don't think they did. Uh, I bet they did. You got to plan a documentary. You got to plan it. I think they just like planned the beats, but they didn't plan like this person. This is I think there's just more. They didn't plan storylines. Exactly. Yeah. I'll give it a 10. I think it uh, becomes a musical. Um, he got to do a lot of work though. So I'll give him an eight. It's not, it a, it's musical potential. Like I think it would be a great musical. I don't think just like the fact that you have to do some work to make it, it should count against it. It has before in the past. No, it hasn't. Yeah, it has. Well, it'd be like, it, you could something like it to be like, Oh, it's all about we've surfing. Said before so we when make like, it? We've said before, like, Oh, but you would have to like come up with a storyline. We've said that you before. have to like change it completely. I don't think you have to change th- anything about this movie. You just have to like fill stuff out, which is different than being like, Oh, nothing happens. So you'd have to make it a totally different story to make it a musical. That's still going to stick with eight. All right. Okay, got an average of nine, which is 0.67 points less than Back to the Beach. But that has Annette Funicello doing ska. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, our next category, Queer Menace. Well, here we go. <laughs> this is your tube band on the street. <laughs> yeah. There's experiencing a queer menace, I feel like. I feel like also Crystal LaBeja just like for yes. calling everything out at yes. the end. Burning it all <laughs> down. Yeah. yeah. I think Her, that is a it's like minute. Carrie. Yeah. Exactly. At the end of the, at the prom. Because she's really like the outsider within like the the group within within the group of outsiders. And it's also not that she's not just like losing her mind out of control, screaming and swearing. How she is reading them to filth is so funny. Yeah. What yeah. she is saying <laughs> is so funny and good. Right. Yeah. And that true. It, it's and true. And like she's telling the truth. And like everyone's just like, oh, Chris, so you're just jet. Like even the Wikipedia or like the logline of the movie is like they refer to it as like her jealousy. It's like, it's not jealousy, it's outrage over the mm-hmm. math. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I mean, not to not defend Crystal LaBeja, but we haven't seen everything, so we don't know. Like maybe Crystal LaBeja's talent was not very good. I mean, just I by the wigs alone. Sure. Her wig was like three times the size of the next person's wig. Yeah. And that makes it better. For drag, for Miss Camp, yes, absolutely. <laughs> for the Miss Camp pageant, the bigger wig, yes, that mm-hmm. makes it better. I'm gonna go out on a limb uh-huh. and say that makes wow, it better. So bold, so brave. Thank you. Where's my peabody? <laughs> Well, I think that as somebody in the movie points out, Harlow is an NBW. Yes. A natural beauty wonder. Uh, and we're rewarding that rather than drag for that. Well, like, it is you know, 10 like, points and everything else is just five. Sure. But Harlow seemed very boring in the movie. I'll say that too. Yeah. And like the most, like look, the one who most looked like Twiggy naturally. Right. Which is sort of like the beauty standard of the time. Of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that that's just like natural NBW. That's not work. Mm-hmm. Right. Just existing. Just born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> no, well, it's not. Well, it's not Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I misinterpreted this. Um, <laughs> so what do you want to give this for queer menace? Uh, out of what is this? Out of 10? Zero, Zero to 10. 10. 
I have to reward that read at the end. So I have to say 10. Uh, I I will go nine. Nine. I'm giving it a 10. John, why do you hate this movie so much? All right. I'll give it a 10 as well. (laughs) Tens across the board. Tens across the board. Speaking of Paris is burning. All right. The next category character actress makes a big swing. I mean, in a way, you could almost like give this to Crystal LaBeja. Uh, absolutely. That's what I yeah. wrote in, you know? in my notes is it's all Crystal LaBeja. Yeah. Because how daring is that too? like to just do it in front of everyone? You know what I mean? It wasn't just yeah. like she was and like, then- like, yes, she was. It was like backstage, but like she just walked off stage in the midst of it as like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I also um, think that there's like a big swing to be had in just like throwing this pageant in the first place. Absolutely. Like from Sabrina. I wondered mm-hmm. how many, like, I wish I knew, um, like, how many, like, was this the first one? Like, how many, how many of the, like, what, sh- I don't yeah, think it was like, the first one. But it can't but be I don't that know why m- I think that. Many, if, if <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if Jack is the National Alliance, the National Academy, he, at one point, he's like, the National Academy is me. Like, <laughs> right. he's the organization that puts it together. And he's 24. So I would say there's probably this is the third. Sure. But he did at one point say that he had been doing them since he was like 17. And there's a poster on the wall behind it, although I don't remember the year on that poster for it, if it is like for the mm-hmm. upcoming one or not. Well, character actress makes a big swing. Um, 10. 10. I will also give it a 10. I mean, yeah, that monologue. There's a reason that when the movie came out a couple of years ago, that clip went viral yeah. made the rounds which it's a lot makes a lot more sense when you see it in context too it's a lot more rewarding <laughs> once you see like the build up yeah. to it and like oh this character has been signed they've been like haven't been given a voice for the first like hour of the movie so it just feels like uh it's been built up the whole time all right our next category macabre how macabre is the queen the hotels are really kind of dark and spooky mm-hmm. new york at the time that harsh lighting mm-hmm Ultimately, I think that's why I, fall. I mean, the racism is macabre, but overall, the tone of the movie isn't like a heavy tone at all. It's just like a pretty campy behind the scenes look at a pageant being put together. It's not like a heavy movie. Yeah, it's not. Uh, three. A three. I'll go four. Four. Uh, I'll go three. There's like a scene where two of them are like lounging on a bed talking. I think it's when they're talking about if they would want to get sex changes. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the, I'm trying to figure out what he's doing. He has something that I didn't know if they were like smelling salts. It's like a thing. Yeah. It was like something that (laughs) it was like a little white thing that he kept like kind of sniffing on a little bit every once in a while. Huh. I don't Old know if that's poppers. Yeah, I don't know if that's maca- there's some <laughs> a popper ma- stick when they used what to they call it back then because they didn't have video head cleaners back then. Leather polish. This is my leather polish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, I give it a three. All right, our next category. I think uh, you'll make up a lot of points here. <laughs> gay actors playing gay roles. Ten. But in a way, though, aren't these gay actors playing straight roles when they're being the women? They could be be, be playing lesbians. I'm just throwing oh. that other. I don't necessarily believe that. Yeah, oh, no. you're right, but you, that is a good point. Um, 
But I think we're talking about like would would they cast straight? Yeah, I mean this this is one of those things where I was like, how do you judge this movie on that? Because it is a documentary. Yeah, I guess we are seeing them in like oh drag queens portrayed by. I mean, they're doing gay jobs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> in the book of gay careers, dresser. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so these are gay roles and like roles in society. And we don't have, it's not like celebrity drag race where they bring in like, oh, a straight guy from right, Schitt's right. Creek. Right. It, mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, good. How's, oh, and he did fine. Great. I'm, I feel nothing. <laughs> uh, when a team of people dressed him and did his yeah. makeup, he looked What did he okay? overcome exactly? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. What is he subverting? Nothing. Oh, okay. Cool. There's a new season. Are we going to watch it? I don't know. That a celebrity drag race? Up. Yeah. Really? Secret I celebrity watched, drag race. I haven't watched any of the celebrity ones. There was only the one, was, wasn't it? It was pretty. It was rough. like one season, but it was like four episodes, and each episode sort of rebooted, so it wasn't like celebrities competing in. Like each episode was its own thing. They had like three each episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't like people came back week after week. You couldn't the get audience. Know, certainly, you couldn't see guess, their growth. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't watch exactly. their, their evolve them evolve. Mm-hmm. I still want to say ten for this one. I think yeah, that's even I do though, too, because it's also like it's such a gay world. You know what I mean? Like it's. I don't know. Yeah, I'll give it yeah. a 10 as well. I too will give it a 10. All right, now we are into the iconic category. So these categories are larger, more wide umbrella categories. So we're judging them from zero to 225. What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're behind on your episodes, Eric. I guess so. We've I'm sorry. Updated. Wow, this is so telling. <laughs> um, All right. Okay. So- the first category on a scale of zero to 225, how would you score the queen in homoeroticism? Oh, it's not very homoerotic. That's not. I mean, they kind of lay around in bed, but it just feels like yeah. chums more. It's not mm-hmm. erotic. There's like some people in their underwear, and Eric certainly was. He liked those twinks he, mm-hmm. under a fog. Some people yeah. caught his eye. Yeah. Please, God is done with the flood in Idaho. People are going to be watching these twinks, Eric was saying. People are, can't stop watching these twinks. There, uh, okay. Zero, can I just say 100? It's yeah. another 225? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's high, but I, I feel like those people were fully realized people who like talked about, like they didn't really talk about their sex lives, but they did talk about like, husbands and and stuff like that so i feel like there was no there was definitely like gay sex happening and nobody but it wasn't hope so yeah Yeah. there was a lot of gay sex happening but just it was not the focus of the weekend they had busier they had to find a fall yeah (laughs) it's a life for death yeah yeah i mean if crystal hadn't had her monologue it probably would have turned into a big fuck fest yeah there was a party afterwards sure and I feel like the the mention of like their corners and their their favorite YMCA. That's true. Yeah, they're like they're, they're in, something like okay. They didn't have sniffies back then. No word of mouth, literally yeah. word of mouth. <laughs> <laughs> These are all sexually active, fully rounded out people. Uh, what yeah. a great time! Pre AIDS, pre sex won't kill you. Like ah, uh, amazing. Right. Yeah, you just city. go to the clinic for for yeah, something. Yeah, get a little shot, some penicillin, yeah. and you'll be fine. That's the best part of reading. I'm sure I mentioned the Tales of the City. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the early like 70s ones. Like, oh, what a what like you get a, a great apartment for like 100 bucks a month. Right? Yeah. Right. Oh, what a dream. And then you're like, oh, girl, I got parasites again. <laughs> yeah. 
just have to take a pill out to my balcony and uh, yeah. talk about it. <laughs> Well, John, what do you want to give it for homoeroticism? Yeah, I don't think it's like a, a homoerotic movie. I'm going to go s- 65. 65. More homoerotic than Back to the Beach? Yeah. I guess you could write fan fiction about what happens. Mm-hmm, right. Back to the Beach, there's like no homosexuality. Uh, well, there's, you know, Hawkeyes. Uh, I'll give it a 50. Giving it a 71.67, which is 10 points lower than Back to the Beach. All right, our next category. I think you make up a lot of points here. Drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch the queen and come away with a whole book of ideas? 225. <laughs> I'm also 225. Uh, I, too, will give it 220. <laughs> but like, I don't think they're coming away with like ideas for looks necessarily, but just like inspired by like the history, what it all means, the cultural sure, moment. Some looks you know? as well. There's definitely some fun looks and fun just like overall fashion. Yeah, I feel like there's like fun, like there's like some lady bunny Right, like Lady Bunny could get inspiration. It all feels though like it's interesting just to like chart how drag has evolved too. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they're not like heightening it too much. Like it's almost like a literal translation of what you actually see in life. Like a slightly heightened from yeah, very slightly. I would say it's Um, still a very shiny, sparkly heightening. You know, but it's not. It's on a pageant, right? Yeah, which is heightened, but yeah. Yeah, the fact that like you're wearing like like, a, a bathing suit with heels is heightened. <laughs> but it's also like you're watching. It's like, oh, none of them are wearing pads. Like you see this one scene yeah. where this yeah. one is trying to put a bra on that is like way too like small uh-huh. for him, and he like, and it's just it looks so sad and ridiculous. But it's like, oh, today they just like put on this breastplate, or you know what I mean? Yeah. There's also there's like a shot of somebody's like uh, knee in like kind of like ill-fitting stockings <laughs> at one point, like backstage, where it's like they're just like there's somebody's old stockings that they're just like <laughs> their mother like, was like yeah throw them, threw them out and they like fished them out of the trash uh-huh. <laughs> ill-fitting stockings drag queen name mm-hmm. think about there's it some inspiration there, there's there some in- I, I just got inspired Inspired. okay uh i also gave it a 225 giving it 225 making it 23.33 points higher than all about eve eat yeah. shit margo channing <laughs> <laughs> All right, now our next category. This will probably be brand new to you, Eric, because you've been MIA for the last five episodes. <laughs> queer 101. Is this like an essential text? Like if you were teaching a queer 101 class, would you show the queen? Like absolutely. Yeah. Uh yeah. Just because of everything that we've been talking about, like sort of like the the racial stuff that's woven into it and the like um yeah, everything. It's queer 101, definitely. Do I, how many points is this? 225. I'm going to say 225. 225? I'm also going to say 225. Um, I too will say 225. Given an average 225, tying it with All About Eve. Okay. And also uh, 219 points higher than Back to the Beach. <laughs> So now Annette Funicello's okay. eating shit. shit. Like right, it's fine. the first, it's the first read caught on film. Crystal Abeza, like it, that that we're aware of. Yeah, right. Of. Yeah. Well, full on. I'm sure in the like the 30s, there are some movies where some like gay costume designer was like, hmm. I don't know. Wow, like, John, so fierce. Filth to film. Yeah, he dragged her. (laughs) That's the equivalent of like not sushing somebody, just like looking over your shoulder quickly. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> Got a 225 and queer one. And finally, the last of the iconic categories, camp factor. How campy is the queen? I mean, it's the it is the Miss America Miss All America Camp Beauty camp contest. Fest. But there's a part of it. I was like, oh, this like show itself or at least what they're showing isn't that. Camp- I guess the fact that it exists is the camp. Yeah, like, I like, think they're the not a fall is life or death. I'm, I'm just talking about the pageant itself, like the show itself that's called Miss Camp America. It doesn't quite seem like, oh, this isn't that camp. Like, I think not for even, the like, time oh. it was. I think like there's a time in which it was so like this is also the thing, too, of like these people like now you have the Internet and all this stuff and TV shows. So like you can build off of that, whereas like all these people were sort of like creating their stuff in more of a vacuum. Yeah. And so it's like it's hard. Like they, it wasn't as easy to be inspired by other people to go farther and to like push right, your right. ideas even farther. But this is also post. We've had Batman, the 1966 TV series. So camp was in the element. Camp yeah, was around. Very campy. There's a lot of bugle beads. I mean, you have your sure. stage manager is in drag. That's pretty. Campy. That's campy. There's also uh, somebody <laughs> that they refer to, uh, Cupcake Cassidy. <laughs> they drag her. How she? Dra- what's her yeah. coat work? Yeah, her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her dropping her boa or whatever. That title. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like Cupcake Cassidy is pretty campy intentionally. Yeah. And just the the read at the end, there's some so camp about that too. Absolutely. Yeah, I think also like the confrontation, like confronting the cameraman in a documentary to weigh in on whether or not you think that <laughs> it was fair, I think is yeah. like that's that's good. That's hell on heels too. Absolutely. It's being like, don't hide behind the camera. Do you think that was fair? <laughs> <laughs> Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to respect this documentary. Yeah. What do I give a shit about? Yeah, this is out of 225. I'm going to say 195. 195. I'm going to say 215. 215, almost, but not quite. All right, I got. we've already mentioned a ton of this, so this is a very much edited down <laughs> camp list. Oh, good. Okay, I'm getting good. Good. It's edited no, down. No, no, no. That's a read. Edit that. <laughs> I was hoping that I would get one of these on this episode. So good. Uh, Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, Watching a literal bubble burst, combing a wig, having to ask beauty contestants not to cruise, documentary voiceover getting saucy, turning around in your seat to tell your friends not to forget the stuff that covers up beards, practicing your honey bun song in a hotel room, drawing out, (laughs) announcing a winner, smoking during dance rehearsal, needing spirit gum immediately, pre-show jitters. And finally, everything Crystal LeBeja says, but especially look at her makeup. It's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was so good. So I'll give it a 205. Okay. Finally, we're into the crown jewels. So these categories we don't rate. We just say we think yes or no gets it. Okay. All right. The first one, a 50% bonus of all the points for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does the queen have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? Uh, Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I would say so. That's Mm -hmm. a nod. And then finally... We got a 50% of our total points. We yep. pumped that up 50%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. All right. Finally, <laughs> negative 50% of all the points. If this is the movie Stonewall. Well, oh, Stonewall hadn't even happened yet. So yeah. No, this is not the movie Stonewall. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Respecting history. How dare you category? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That's it. We're done. John, how do you think we did? I think we're in the top 10. I think the wheel was against us. So I think, I don't know if it's the top five, Are but you it's definitely top 10. 
How about you, Eric? What do you think? I'm hoping for fifth, but we might be more like seventh or eighth. We should also say like the range, once you get into the top 10, it's like goes from 94 to 86 ish like percent. So like mm-hmm. it gets very thin. So yeah. I think like those, well, I'll just tell you how it did. All right. Okay. How about that? How about that? Okay. Out of a total possible 3,402.08 points, the queen has scored 2,941.42 points, giving it a percentage of... making it the 10th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Death Becomes Her, but gayer than The Lost Boys. And I would say it's the lack of homoerotas, I think, is really the death knell there. I think that's what, yeah, because it got us in a couple of different places, sort of like the the gays. But 10th place, a good showing. I think to be top 10, yeah. What's the matter, good. John? Disappointed? I mean, I think it's gayer than Death Becomes Her, but I also don't like that movie. So you don't like you liked it when we recorded the podcast. I, I think I was being nicer to it because everyone thinks it's so great, but I sort of feel like I have. I'm, have you lied before, John, on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I would lie. hope you're always honest, John. I'm with story. you. I think that that Death Becomes Her is just okay, and the same with that. Those are lunatics. I what? don't think. I think the Queen is gayer than Death Becomes. Like I think if we rescored the Queen, like with these new categories and scoring, it wouldn't be as high. You That's another thing we should think about. Yeah, death becomes her. Like if we re- that's another thing to consider. Rescoring things that are maybe too hot. You know what I mean? That's another episode to to, to consider. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason to be depressed. God, these not- long faces. God, Jesus Christ. We're in the top ten, you guys. It's really- yeah, we're in the top ten, it. John. Buck mm-hmm. up. <laughs> Out of how many look movies? at death becomes her. Her makeup is horrible. <laughs> death becomes her rules. I would call I'm her gonna, one of the I'm uglier gonna... people in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> it's so good. That I was thinking, like, oh, that'd be a fun, like, because I on drag race a couple weeks ago, they did like a designing oh, women monologue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, this Crystal LeBeja read would it's be a perfect. great one to do. Oh, yeah. 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 Or is it maybe two hat on a hat? Well, mm-hmm. what's her name? Uh, Asha did her first snatch game. That's right. From the house of Labeja. That's true. Pay respect. Um, speaking of respect. Speaking of respect, we got an email from Aretha Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know why we waited so long to read this, but I tell you, uh, those yeah. outboxes are really taking a long time to cycle. <laughs> uh, this is from Dana. Dana writes us, and the title is Gay Movie Suggestion uh, Star Trek 2. And Dana Go writes, on. guys, I'd like to nominate Star Trek II Wrath of Khan as being the gayest movie ever. Guys, this movie is so gay. Two bachelors fighting over a missile. True. One heads a band of shaven chest men in frosted tips clad from head to toe and repurposed furniture. <laughs> the other's a stickler for the military who goes into a cave, finds a boy, and emerges rejuvenated. Lady Vulcans, worms in ears, getting beamed. And what's gayer than lasers? Set phasers to fun and cruise the galaxy for fresh, adventure, for fresh adventures. Love permanently and forever, Dana. I think wow, Dana's, your thanks, new, Dana. uh, Dana's your new copywriter. <laughs> yeah, right. Like right really well yeah. Yeah. Dana. <laughs> I um, think that's a great choice. I haven't seen Wrath of Khan in years. I just I rewatched it like a month ago unsurprising <laughs> unsurprising i like nerdy <laughs> thing um it is pretty gay i mean talk about uh ricardo montalban is wearing yeah. a breastplate oh really that's a fake real chest. chest yeah that's a fake chest oh wow 
Can you really tell in the Blu-ray? No, it's uh, no, it's seamless. You know, they had oh. craftsmen back then. That, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, they were just they, gonna, well, the CGI will fix it. No, 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 no. It's either now or never, <laughs> baby. Um, it is pretty. I mean, there it is. Like, it's probably the gayest Star Trek movie. Is it the gayest movie ever? Probably not. Probably not. But but yeah, it Trek might be. The, it's good. very fun. It's super campy, but also uh, a really well done uh, starship battle at the end. If you're a fan of Master and Commander, Far Side of the World, check out that final uh, <laughs> starship battle at the end huh. of Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan. Just me, ma- fan of Master and Commander, Far Side of the World. Good movie. Holds up. What is it? Russell Crowe uh, naval oh, battle movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. You know, sure. tip of everybody's tongue, that film. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is a great suggestion. That is a great suggestion. We've never Thank done a Star did. Trek movie. We haven't. No one's brought one in. Rude. Yeah, I feel like there's not a lot of sci-fi on your no. list. There isn't. Well, it's Queen's Choice this month, It's Mark. Queen's Choice. two movies. Who knows? I you can bring them in. I don't think I am bringing I'm not bringing in a sci-fi, anything sci-fi, though. I have brought in sci-fi in the past, though. Alien Covenant. Oh, right. Mm. Um, well, Eric, speaking of covenants, uh, is there anything you like to, what a delight. It's so wonderful to have you on the show. Thank, thank you, you so guys much. so much. I had such a blast. This was so much fun. Thank you. <laughs> is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? No, don't look at me, please. <laughs> don't even look at him. <laughs> He's not some twink in a 1968 documentary. <laughs> don't Idaho is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I'm just uh, super excited to be here. This was really fun. This is a, uh, now I can check that off my <laughs> things You're not gonna to go do. Wandering into Your things to do now, today. Yeah, my things <laughs> to do today. I can finally check that off. <laughs> oh, my Wednesday is complete. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you're going to hit us up at Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens, and follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yeah, so you can email us at two old queens, twooldqueens at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. If we got anything wrong, any movies you'd like to suggest, we love hearing from we you. We want to hear about it. And we also got a Patreon. Go to yes. patreon.com slash two old queens. We've got all sorts of fun things. We have a whole series on Nightmare on Elm Street, all of them. All of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, all the child's plays. We got some Sondheim musicals in there. Absolutely. Yeah, There's a lot of fun, a lot out. of good, solid, a lot of heavy hitters tucked away in that Patreon, true. I would say. <laughs> Absolutely. And we also have merch. If you go to Two Old Queens, uh, excuse me, go to T Public and search for Two Old Queens. There's a lot of fun stuff you can buy for yourself and your loved ones. And a percentage of all the proceeds goes to the Okra Project. So you're not just buying merch; you're helping people out. Get some Eat Shit Funny Girl merch and uh, be topical, the, topical. <laughs> all all of your uh, theater parties and gatherings, you'll be all the. How buzz. do we get Beanie Feldstein? I know we need to send question. her something. We need to get her a hoodie or something like that. <laughs> Anybody has access to Beanie Feldstein's people or PO box? Let, let us know. know. We will just send it to her. Or does anyone yeah. have an IMDb Pro subscription? Let us. <laughs> you can look that up. Really appreciate that. Uh, but that's it for us. We'll see you next time. Or John's next Queen's Choice will be on the Patreon next week. That's true. Yes. Do you want to reveal it now? Yeah, sure. Have you picked it? I've already picked it. We're going back to speaking of eating shit, Funny Girl. We're going to do the sequel to Funny Girl, Funny Lady. This is cruel. And how long is it, John? <laughs> it is two hours and 15 minutes, I believe. Jesus Christ. Twice as long as the Queen. Perfect. I'm half as good as if I'm being generous, I would have been. <laughs> well, I'm going with yet, an open so I'm going in with oh, an open mind. Oh, you absolutely are, Mark. You've certainly proved that you're I always going go in with an open mind. mind. You do not. I want prove I don't. You just now said, oh, and it's half as good. Of not course, I'm always going to go for the joke first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that well, that's joke, not an open mind then. <laughs> going for the joke first? I don't think that logic tracks. Anyways, uh, we'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Yeah. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.